This is Rhea. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. I am someone who is very easily startled. That means if you walk up behind me, even if you don't mean to surprise me, I will practically jump in the air. It is ridiculous and funny for my family. The reason I'm like this is probably the same reason I come up with stories. I'm in my own world, happily thinking to myself, not paying attention, and then, wham, someone is suddenly there. Shocking. So, if we ever meet in real life, and you would like to see a grown-up jump in the air in utter surprise for pretty much no reason at all, just casually walk up behind me. I will be clutching my chest in shock, and you will be laughing a lot. Most of you probably don't have this problem. It's not normal to startle so easily, but I will wager that at some point in your life, perhaps at a moment not too long from now, someone will tap on your shoulder when you are least expecting it. Maybe you've already had someone sneak up behind you. Maybe you know that feeling of surprise and giddiness and a little bit of fear you feel right as you turn and see who it is. Well, this story takes place in that moment when you're not turned around yet. Let's imagine that time stops right then, just before you've seen who is on the other side of that tap. My special guest today was supposed to be a hamster named Wilbur, but I don't know where he went. He was right there before I started talking to you guys. (gasps) Wilbur, you just snuck up on me. You did too. Well, it didn't feel gradual at all. At least this has provided you with a demonstration of my problem. Wilbur. Stay right there where I can see you from now on. Here's a carrot. Just just sit there and eat that while you listen to our story. The tap on my shoulder. Remember, there are no pictures, so you have to imagine the pictures in your mind. You can imagine it however you want. Okay, here we go. The tap came with no warning. My shoulder thrummed. I was in the middle of the backyard by myself, or I had thought I was by myself, when someone or something tapped my shoulder. I felt excitement and fear and intrigue. And did I mention excitement? I felt all of these things. As I began to turn around. But wait, that little speck of time after the tap of my shoulder seemed to unfurl itself, stretching and stretching out in front of me as I imagined who could be on the other side of that tap. What if that tap came from my grandma's cat, Bon Jovi? Can cats tap shoulders? Maybe they can. 
Bon Jovi is always finding his way out the door when Grandma opens it to let people inside for some coffee or for some conversation. I have the best conversations with Grandma, by the way. The other day, we spent the whole afternoon talking about the order in which we'll see the animals the next time we go to the zoo. I think we should see the pandas first and end with the lions. Grandma wants to start with the gorillas and end with the prairie dogs. She had a lot of good arguments for this, so I'm going to go with her plan. Oh yes, I bet that tap came from her cat Bon Jovi. He probably slipped through Grandma's legs, out the door, and all the way down the street to our house. Oh, Bon Jovi, what a jokester. I'll just turn around and... Wait a tick. What if that tap was not from Bon Jovi at all? What if that tap was from the willow tree? We have a big old willow tree in our backyard. It has a huge mop of spindly little vine-like branches that sweep against the ground. Sometimes when it's breezy, the willow tree's tendrils dance around. Yes, that willow tree must have brushed my shoulder. That must have been it, I thought, as I turned a little bit more. But wait, it's not breezy at all. It's positively windless. There's no way it was the willow tree that tapped my shoulder. In fact, I can see the willow tree out of the corner of my eye. It's just standing there looking like a big bowl with green spaghetti spilling out the top. Well then, who could have tapped my shoulder? (gasps) What if? Oh, and this might be the most exciting possibility. What if that tap came from a butterfly? Yes, a beautiful butterfly landed on my shoulder for just a moment. And when I turn around, there's going to be a whole bunch of butterflies. And what if that whole swarm of butterflies is anxiously awaiting me to turn around so they can pick me up, and take me for a ride and carry me over gardens and trees and I can get the inside scoop on how exactly they pollinate flowers. Wait a second. Butterflies don't do any of that, do they? I mean, they do pollinate flowers, but they don't fly in swarms with the sole purpose of picking up children and taking them on fantastic adventures. I started to feel very unsure about who had tapped my shoulder. I felt a bit of fear well up inside me. Then I heard, Are you going to turn around? I guess all my imagining had taken longer than I thought. I turned all the way around and, can you believe it? It was Neighbor Girl. I sat at the window for what felt like forever when she and her family moved in last week. A huge truck parked in the driveway, and big strong movers carried things into her new house. Things like couches and bookcases, a dining room table, and even a piano. Neighbor girl had run around with her little sister, laughing and jumping and playing tag. 
She had braids with little beads at the end that clicked together as she ran around. She was clearly super cool. And here she was. Neighbor girl had tapped my shoulder. I'm Renee, neighbor girl said, extending her hand. Hi, I'm Alex. I saw you move in last week. I like your braids. Thanks, said Renee. Want to jar our names in my driveway with some chalk? She asked, holding up a tub of sidewalk chalk. I looked back at my house and saw my mom in the window. My mom always seemed to know what was going on. She gave me a thumbs up. Yes, I said to Renee, and I started to follow her over to her driveway. But just as I turned to go, I could swear I saw Bon Jovi with a butterfly perched on his shoulder in the willow tree dancing to music only it could hear. Wilbur, Wilbur, where are you? Don't sneak up on me again. Oh, okay, there you are. Still working on that carrot, I see. Good. What'd you think? Did you like the story? (laughs) Wilbur says he really identified with the symbolism of the willow tree. Wilbur, it seriously was just a tree, but thanks for imagining that I sprinkled the story with symbolism. Special thanks today go out to Cameron the Crow, who stopped by while I was out in my back patio this morning. He looked up at me while he was making some kind of tool out of sticks and gave me a small nod of recognition. I was not having the best morning, and that tiny gesture meant the world to me. Side note, did you know that crows are some of the most intelligent animals on the planet? They make tools, they play sports, they have great memories. They're super smart. Look it up, tiny people. So fascinating. Thank you for tuning in to today's story. Little Stories for Tiny People is written, performed, and produced by me, Rhea Pector. I love hearing from my tiny fans. You can reach me at littlestoriestinypeople at gmail.com. Two great ways to enable more parents to find the podcast are to share it with a friend and to leave a reading and review on iTunes. I'll be back in two weeks with a new story to share. <laughs> <laughs>